Hello and welcome to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. Conversations with inspiring business people throughout the three counties of Herefordshire, Worcestershire and Gloucestershire. And now it's time for today's episode. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Thriving Three Counties podcast. I'm Dan Barker and I'm here on my own today for another solo episode. I thought I'd take the opportunity today to tell you a little bit about my own journey and how I kind of got to this point of talking to you on a microphone on my own in the studio. Um, you know, I've done done things the way that they've happened to me um, along the way, and I realise everybody's story is completely different. That's why I love running this podcast, because of that very fact. You start talking to people, and you realise that everybody's story is completely different, and it's so interesting to find out what they've done and how they've done it and what they've learned along the way so like with everyone I think I don't feel like I've done it you know perfectly or anything like that and that's certainly not the idea of sharing the story today it's really just if there's a little snippet in there that helps somebody along the way then uh, it's got to be a good thing to share what we do right and I think in a way everyone has a an obligation to share their story for that very reason that you may just be able to help somebody I mean some of the podcast episodes we've heard where you know for example teachers have said one little thing to someone and it's completely changed the course of their career so I do think it's important that we we share what we've done and where we've come from and how we've done it and in particular I think it's important to share the struggles because it's very easy when people become successful to for for them to look back i think and 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 sort of not see all the struggles that they've they've had along the way and um i'm certainly not saying that i've been successful yet because i think i'm still just at the beginning really that's how it feels um and i think that's probably how most people feel regardless of where they are in their journey so yeah, hopefully it helps to, uh, to to inspire one or two people. And uh, if, as ever, if you've got any questions, you know, I'm more than happy to uh, do my best to answer. So ping me an email at dan at danbachstudios.com. So I think I'm going to start pretty much uh, about the time when I got married, really, um, which was just a little over 10 years ago. And I moved up this way to Ledbury. My wife had a women's clothes shop at the time. A really nice little boutique, and she was doing very well. Um, she was she started it on her own before I met her in two thousand eight, and it was uh, you know it was buzzing. People loved it. She had an incredible way of serving her customers, and they they loved coming. They loved the attention that they got, and the fact she could remember everything about what they'd bought last time and advised them really well on, on what suited them. And, you know, they love, they love coming to her for that. Um, and, and she did a fantastic job with it. So when I met her, she was already running that shop. And I think that's probably part of what uh, attracted me to her was that she was doing her own thing. And I kind of always had this thing in the back of my mind that I one day wanted to do my own thing so I was always sort of drawn to people that were doing that 
So not long after we got married, we had our first baby. And I guess it's fair to say that, you know, our, our attention got drawn to that. I was working in manufact- uh, in uh, in engineering at the time. So I was at Airbus in Bristol when we first got married. And then uh, I moved up this way to what's now Saffron Landing Systems and was contracting there at the time. And in a way, going contracting was kind of my first first steps into becoming self-employed because well you are self-employed when you're a contractor and I knew that in the niche I'd got into in particularly fatigue and damage tolerance and stress analysis it wasn't something that I wanted to do forever so I figured right I'm going to go contracting and make that first step towards being self-employed and also you know earn a bit more money at, at the same time although obviously the risks are higher when you so when when you when you're contracting, you get kicked out with a, with a week's notice, and that's it. But that was a decision that I made. So during that time, when we had our had our first baby and everything, I think the the shop probably began to struggle, and probably, you know my wife's attention was drawn away from it a bit, as as you know as natural and uh, you know it can be expected and so the shop started to struggle we we decided to have a website built at that time I guess it was like a large last ditch effort we didn't really know what we were doing but I was kind of joining in a bit you know trying to help out and and do what I could and you know I didn't really know much or anything about running a business at that stage so uh, it's just just trying to do what I could but eventually we got to the point where we had to sort of make a decision and whether we were going to go for it or, or or just let it go. And we decided we were going to take one last ditch effort at it. And we ended up moving out of our house that we were living in, that we were renting and moved in with um, my in-laws to try and save some money and just see if we could make this shop work, see if we could recover it because it was, yeah, it was in difficulties, financial difficulties, along the way which you know no nobody's nobody's fault really just you know lack of lack of experience and understanding on our part at that stage so yeah we moved in with the indoors with our baby at the time um lived up upstairs in their attic essentially in a couple of rooms and just tried to make it work i i quit my job i quit the contracting at that stage and we just went all in see if we can make it work. But I think it was probably a couple of months into that that we realised it just wasn't going to work. It was just too far gone financially. There were too too many debts and we just couldn't recover from it. Whatever we sort of thought we could do, it just it just wasn't working. You know, we had a baby. My wife's attention was, was really there, which, which it, it needed to be. And me as a bloke couldn't really run a women's boutique very well as you can imagine um i did my best i tried but the advice and help i was able to give just uh, wasn't really there and it wasn't really what the customers were looking for so yeah we took the very hard decision to close the business and as with everything that my wife does she did it in proper true style and we actually printed out and 
and sent a letter to everyone on the on the mailing list that we had so not handwritten letter but a you know a printed letter sent individually to everyone explaining to them what was happening and we had a big closing down sale and i think as a result of of you know her doing it all properly and, and to the highest standards the closing down sale was really quite successful um i think we we were only really left with a handful of things at the end of it and so you know that really helped given given all the the debt and everything that we were in so yeah sad times and a really hard decision to make you know something coming to an end but something new had begun which was our family and so this was the decision that we 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 came to and we felt that we had to follow through on so yeah following that I went back to engineering. I'd kept in touch with the Safran where I was working and was on good parting terms with everyone there. And so I was able to go back to them and say, look, have you got anything? Um, and uh, uh, luckily they were really happy to have me back. So I suppose that's probably lesson number one in that situation is, you know, when you, if, if you're going to jump in and do something to, to leave on good terms and try and make sure you're getting on with everyone because you never know when you're going to need to to call back to them and uh, ask if they can have you back so yeah that's probably probably my first lesson from that point there uh the other one would be about doing things properly because you know I I probably admit I I thought sending out a letter to every customer was a bit over the top and you know it took us hours and cost money to get all the printing done and everything but you know my, my wife didn't want to leave leave it on a sour note or, or anything like that and wanted to do it properly so um yeah that's the second lesson i think so around that time then uh when we when we closed the shop we realized that we we had a lot there was a lot of debt left over from it it got into financial difficulties and we had suppliers that we needed to pay back. We had bank loans. We owed HMRC money. There was a lot. There was a lot. And when we put it all into a spreadsheet and worked it all out, the grand total came to about £90,000. So there's a significant amount of debt um, that we needed to get through. So, yeah, as I said, I went back to my engineering job. We also moved out of our in-laws because that wasn't really a, a long-term viable solution but we managed to find um, some some very 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 reasonable um, accommodation it was tight it was the annex of somebody's house um, with basically one room downstairs with a you know kitchenette a, a dining table and a sofa and then one bedroom upstairs and it felt kind of bonkers at the time moving into one bedroom with a baby, but um, it got more bonkers, <laughs> which we'll come to in a bit. Um, but we, I mean, we were we were totally blessed with the people that that whose house it was, uh, absolutely amazing, and um, gave us this deal to to rent the annex, and and we moved in and and got to work really um, on, on paying back this debt. So. We 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 tried to keep all of our outgoings low, so that was the reason for the the house. 
that we moved into um, and we just had to get control of our finances really at that stage and get our expenditure right down so that we could pay back this debt and being in debt I don't know if you've ever been in debt but it's it's not a nice feeling um, it's it's like a constant pressure hanging over your head and I understand there are different types of debt and some debt is could be considered to be good debt you know perhaps you're investing money sorry using debt to invest in your business to buy things you know computers or equipment or whatever that you need to run the business and I understand that that is good debt and you know should be used but this was bad debt really it was debt that just needed to be paid off we weren't using the money to invest in anything and it was just hanging over us and in addition to that we had you know people who we really wanted to pay back there was the suppliers who'd been so good to 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 my wife along the way um who we owed money to um of course hmrc you know <laughs> no one likes paying their taxes but um, you know, you, you owe them the money, it's not your money. So we wanted to pay it all back. We wanted to pay the banks back and everything. And we, we could have taken the bankruptcy route, but we didn't feel that that was morally the right thing to do. And I'm certainly not judging anyone that does it because there are, everyone has different scenarios and situations. But for us, it didn't feel like the right thing to do. And we felt that even if we, you know, claim bankruptcy and everything, that, you know, we'd still owe people money, really. The debt's debt and it doesn't just go away and it's kind of there somewhere in the universe. And so we wanted to pay it all back and that was a decision that we took and that wasn't an easy decision either, really. I mean, I think we knew morally that it was the right thing to do, but... I tell you, it was so tempting, so many times to just say, "Let's just let's just go bankrupt and be done with it," you know, and deal with those consequences. But we just didn't feel it was the right thing to do, and so we took the decision to pay it back. So we got to work. Um, I went back to engineering. My wife was looking after the baby full time, and we had to learn to manage our expenses very closely. And I think that's something that we got quite good at. Um, gradually paying things off and keeping our outgoings low, managing, you know, what we were spending on food each week, managing what we were spending on, you know, any additional extras like a couple of drinks out or something was very low. And we did it in different ways. We... We tried to do it on spreadsheet and then we tried to, I think we tried to do it in cash at one time. So we'd have like, literally have like the groceries money, you know, in an envelope or something. And eventually the system that we figured out, which worked really well and, and still works, is that we have separate accounts for our different things. So we've literally got like a groceries account and we've literally got a, uh, well, we call it an opportunity fund. So that's kind of, if there's an opportunity that we think is important to go out for a drink or go out for a meal or buy a birthday present for someone or something like that. That money's in there. We've got a car 
car um, fund, which uh, a car bank account, which is for the, you know, the fuel for the car, and maintenance and that sort of thing. And we've got it all separated out, and then we can keep control of the budgets. And you know, when you come to do the grocery shopping, that there's fifty quid left in that account. That's all you've got to spend on the groceries that week, and we have to do it within budget. Um, it's a bit like uh, there's a book called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Michalowicz? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think he calls it small plate theory, whereby if you have a small plate, you will eat less food. And so the idea, his his system is very, very similar. His is focused on businesses, but where you separate the money out very as soon as you get it, and you have these different bank accounts, different plates, and you know that that's all you've got. So you're not just looking at one big bank balance and thinking, yeah, I've got, I've got two grand in the bank, uh, let's go out for a meal, let's do this, let's do that, forgetting that you've got your rent, you've got you know, your groceries, you've got the car insurance, you've got all this other stuff to come out of it. Um, so this for us really worked, uh, and as I say, still does work to this day, this system because we just know where we are with with each thing there's a clothing clothing bank account for clothing for the family and everything um yeah and various other ones that have set up since then as well so that that works well and we we learned that system um but i, I was going to say yeah and then we paid off the debt but you know that glazes over 3 years of of some really tough times like and I don't want to just gloss over it really because someone listening might be in that situation at the moment and going, oh yeah, it's all right, you know, you paid it off. But yeah, it was tough. Like there was horrible times. I mean, I, you know, I really didn't enjoy that job that I was doing and so found it hard doing that. But one of my big learnings along the way, I, I started like getting down on myself, you know, I hate my job and I hate this and that and it's all really hard but one of the things that I learned along the way was that you know everything is we we have a choice in everything that we do and no one was actually forcing me to go and do that job it was actually my choice to get up in the morning and go and do that job so I remember actually walking in towards the office door in the morning and saying this is my choice you know this is my choice I could just walk away if I wanted to and and that is true. I could have done. I could have just walked away, but I was making the choice to go in. And by realizing that it was my choice to go and do that, it it made it a bit easier. Um, because otherwise, you feel like a victim, like someone's forcing you to do it. And actually, in pretty much all circumstances, especially in this country where we're we're very lucky to have have freedom. Um, no one is forcing us to do anything. No one's forcing us to do anything against our will. Like we go to if you if you're in a job that you hate, no one's actually forcing you to go and do it. Don't do it. Yeah, there are consequences. You know, you might not have money to pay the mortgage or the rent or uh, or, or buy food or anything, but no one's forcing you to go and do your job. And that's what I realised, and that that realisation really helped. But. Yeah, it was still it was still really tough, and I I I remember waking up in the morning and thinking, right, got to go and pay the debt. Like morning after morning, got to get up, got to go and pay the debt. 
and going to do the work so that we could pay the debt and you know along the way we 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 had another baby during that that first three years um so so we weren't sort of holding back on starting our family you know we weren't we weren't particularly young when we got married and everything so we knew it was important to to have a family that's what we wanted to do so you know we 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 got on with things um and yeah i'm pleased to say that after three years we did manage to pay off all the debt and that felt good that felt good getting to the end of that three years and making that final payment and if there's anyone in debt at the moment like i i feel your pain um but i know that you you will get there you will get there you might have to just manage your finances for a little while but the rewards of getting there and paying it off uh, are great. It's a huge weight off your shoulders and from your head and everything. Um, you, you don't realise probably if you're in debt how much it's weighing down on you. And I think that's why sometimes I struggle with the idea of university these days for most people. You know, obviously there are there are occupations that absolutely require it, but for a lot of things I... I struggle with the amount of debt that people are coming out with. It just seems seems too much um, to have that weight around your shoulders as soon as you leave university. But anyway, that's a that's probably another topic for another day. Um, so during that time, I mean, uh, as I said, just at the end before we closed the shop down, we had this website built. That's when I picked up a camera for the first time and decided to take the product shots for the for the shop for the website and I sort of thought I quite enjoy this thing taking pictures and literally just after we closed the shop down is when I got my first opportunity for some small amount of paid work which is with Hay Wines in Ledbury which you probably heard me uh, talking about previously and I didn't know much then at all but my wife was in the shop and they said they're having a website built and they didn't know how to start with all these photos and she said oh I'm sure Dan will have a go so I did I went and had a go and there was no pressure on it you know we said like just have a go see what you can get and if they liked it then we'll we'll talk and if they didn't no worries and they did like it uh, it, it was good enough you know when I look back on it now it was it was actually all right <laughs> the bottle shots that I was getting um yeah they could have been better and they are better now these days but uh, they were, you know, they did the job, and so we negotiated a small rate for those, and 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 I was kind of off uh, in some way, earning a very small amount of money for, but earning money for doing something that I actually enjoyed, which was a novelty, as opposed to going to a job that I, I didn't enjoy. Um, I'd never really experienced that before. <laughs> And, you know, it got me thinking and got me wanting to learn more and find out more about this photography thing. Um, so that's what I did. When I was doing that job that I that I wasn't enjoying, I was in, in every lunch break and every coffee break. Um, I was learning what I could. I was reading blogs and, you know, trying to learn more about photography and and then business as well. And I was listening to podcasts. That's part of the reason why I started this podcast, because podcasts have been so important to me uh, in my 
career change and everything I was listening to podcasts on the commute to work on the way back from work at lunch times just trying to surround myself with people that were doing things the way I wanted to do it just to just to kind of be absorbed in that world really and know that it's possible and hear from people who could see that it is possible because they've done it and hear their stories and hear their struggles and, and everything because when you're sitting doing a job that you really are not into every minute feels like a struggle and you know shame to say it in a way but I'd sit there watching the clock go down wishing that it was you know 5.30 so I could leave and that's no way to live your life like when you're just watching each minute and you're happy that it's 13 minutes past four and not 12 minutes past four now it's uh it's no way to live your life and it it, it beats you down I'd come home feeling lethargic and tired from you know from just not being into it and forcing myself to have to do it so you know listening to these podcasts and learning and everything um was, was a relief from that and I thought there was maybe some opportunity to, you know, to, to do this thing one day. And it was a it was a bit of a dream at that point. But could I do it? And I suppose I must have had some belief that I could. Otherwise, I wouldn't have carried on trying. Um, but I didn't pick up any more paid work on the photography for a, a, a very long time, really. It was probably, probably at least a couple of years after that, I think. Uh, that first one which was 2013 probably a good couple of years um just learning and taking pictures for people where i could and and that sort of thing and i'm trying to think of the next the next steps really i mean i, th I think when i was you know as i was getting into photography i thought i'd be a wedding photographer so i started learning as much as that's possible and kind of going down that route but realized it wasn't really what i was into um you know, I, I I enjoy shooting weddings, but I wasn't very good at the marketing side of it, and I uh, I was really into to business and running businesses, and I figured actually I want to hang out with people that are running businesses and doing photography for business. Then commercial photography then seemed like the right way to go. So I at one stage along the way employed a mentor, uh, John Williams, who wrote Screw Work, Let's Play, which was a, a really important book for me probably heard me talk about um I, actually that's another thing that I, i've forgotten when I, I i read that book one of the things that he talked about was having some playtime, and because we had friday afternoons off in the uh, in the engineering job um at one stage i would come home and, and my wife very kindly would go out to to town on a friday afternoon and i'd have have the uh, the room where we lived to myself to just do some brainstorming and just try different things. I tried a bit of like 3D printing, designing and that side of things. So if that's what I wanted to do, or I'd go out and take some photos and just and do these like mind maps and things to try and work out what the hell I wanted to do because I knew I didn't want to be doing what I was doing. And yeah, that was a that was a big help doing all of that and, and going through those exercises. And, and again, reading as well as the podcast, it'd be reading books at night you know that we're teaching things like this like how to how to change careers and and that sort of thing so yeah it was a it was it was a hell of a lot of of work and yeah I employed John Williams at one point and did a six-month mentorship with him and and I'd, I'd love it I'd love getting on the train at the end of 
Friday lunchtime and going down to London once a month and meeting with him and you know seeing how he worked he was he, he or he is you know a, what you call a solopreneur I guess um, and he'd come and do his work in the swanky uh, private members club where I'd meet him and you know he'd give me he'd give me an hour of, of really important advice and information and yeah I, I think in that six months I tried sort of three different business ideas I think I I think I literally built three websites quite basic websites but um of different things that I was thinking of doing and then in the end we we landed on the commercial photography really as being the thing to go for and then I, I built my first website which um is actually the same sort of uh pretty much the same website I've got at the moment although it's been uh, it's been upgraded a bit but um I built that and I would we had some friends who had had some of the studio space where my studio is now and they'd let me sit on the end of their, their bench on like a Wednesday evening I think it was and I'd, I'd build my website and you know try and do it at the weekends and put my portfolio up there and I was trying to get my Instagram account going and everything and um, you know just trying to trying to get out there really and practice the photography at the same time so and well, yeah, okay. And another thing that was going on um, during that time, which which led from all of this, was uh, when I was trying to improve my photography. I did uh, what they call a three six five project, which is where you try and take a photo a day for a year. And that was uh, that was a really important thing for multiple different reasons. For the photography, it was really important because I got out there practicing every single day and just taking one photo and trying to make one decent photo every day for a year it's amazing how that small small step um can can lead somewhere it, i mean within like a month or something i think i was i was shooting completely differently and had learned so much and so that was a really important thing but that also led to a massive opportunity because I'd I'd come home from work and if I hadn't taken a photo that day I'd go out for a little walk when I got home from work and as soon as I put a camera up to my eye it would just completely de-stress me from the day and just take me take me into a much better headspace so it was really important from that point of view um, but I also spotted an opportunity while I was out on one of those photography walks after work um, I spotted a piece of land that that belonged to uh, our neighbours and, and the people whose home we were living in and I just asked them about it one day and um, sort of jokingly said oh we could build a house there and they're just incredible people and came back the next day pretty much saying yeah we, we reckon you could actually and so this whole opportunity of building a house came along um, and that was all going so I'm just trying to th put this into some kind of logical order that that makes sense for you listening but um 2016 was when we finished paying off the debt I think 2015 was probably when I spotted that opportunity and we started talking about this idea of building a house so from 2016 once we paid off the debt I knew that you know I could start to really maybe build towards this photography thing and changing careers but we were also getting into this designing a house and applying for planning permission and 
all of that stuff but I didn't want to build the house and then have a mortgage when I was stuck in a job that I really hated because I knew that that would tie me down so we kind of put off the house build for a bit longer and took it took a lot longer over it than we might have done otherwise but for that reason because some for some reason I thought that I could change careers and then get into a job and then afford the the mortgage and actually that's what's happened um which is it's, it's quite bizarre really when you when I think back at it because at that time it didn't it didn't seem that possible I mean you know you'd have moments where you felt like it was possible and then lots and lots of moments where you're just like what the hell am I doing like are you crazy like you, what are you going to do change careers become a photographer start your own business build a house and then be able to afford a mortgage I mean it just seemed bonkers so many times but somehow I, I, I kept thinking it was possible and I guess did make it possible uh, uh, and, and we did it and got got to where we are but um anyway back to the back to the photography um I was building that on the side so I was, I'd do photography jobs when I could Friday afternoons were really good um I'd take take the odd day off work cause I was contracting and, you know I, I didn't have a set amount of holiday take the odd day off work to go and do a photography job I'd be working Saturdays um and and again I remember walking out the house on loads of Saturdays thinking what the hell am I doing you know I'm I'm losing another day with my family is this all really worth it and should I be doing this and questioning everything that I'm doing and to be honest I still do that to this day like because we're always taking on new challenges right trying to build these businesses and everything and a lot of the time thinking why am I bothering like should I be doing this why don't I take an easier route you know but I think taking the harder route has has paid off and I, I think that's probably one of my biggest learnings of the last 10 years is that even if something seems like the hardest option it's usually the best option you know if that's if that's what you want to do because when I look back on it now the, the easy option would have been to take the bankruptcy but then we wouldn't have been forced to move into a small house to keep our costs down and then I probably wouldn't have found this opportunity to build a house and so all of these things, building a house has really stemmed from taking the tough decisions and taking the hard route of paying off that debt and everything. So I think this is why I don't regret any of that. And I don't feel bad towards anyone about, you know, uh, what's happened with, with the shop and with the debt and everything like that, because it's it's led somewhere. It's taught us a hell of a lot. And led somewhere. Um, so I think it was yeah, twenty sixteen paid off the debt. Then started really sort of focusing on on building this photography business. And twenty seventeen got to the point where I felt I could, I, I needed to go part time with the job, and that was a that was a tough decision. But it was after my son was born, our third child and um I just 
uh, after having some paternity leave, I, I went back and I was just like, I've got to do something about this. I've got to take some action. And, you know, these things sort of, these big life events sort of make you really think hard and make you take action. And so I decided, right, I, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try and go part-time. And I think having a part-time contractor was pretty much unheard of, but I went to my manager time and, and arranged a meeting with him and he said to me why do you want to go part-time Dan and I just said to him I want to build this photography business and change careers and from being completely honest and open with him it just completely changed everything he turned to me and started telling me about what he would have loved to have done and everything um i think he he was a trombonist and he wanted to would have loved to have had his own music shop and all of this but um by by sort of being uh, completely honest with him about that he he just got behind me and understood what i wanted and and supported me and said yeah okay we can we can do it we can go 3 days a week um as a contractor which was which was amazing and i think we had a agreement that we do it for 12 months and then I'd have to make a decision of what, what I was doing so so yeah that was uh, that was the next real big stepping stone was to to go to three days a week so that gave me a lot more time as three days a week in, in engineering and then really three days a week trying to work on the photography Thursday Friday and Saturday and just trying to make it work um, I took on a, a little small bit of studio space where we are today but just a little corner um in fact that was 2016 end of 2016 when i took that on um for a couple hundred pounds a month or something wasn't very much and um i'd just come here and uh try and make things work really and, and try and get to the point where i could could take it full time so um it was uh it was a year later then that i finally made the decision and and Actually, it was kind of wasn't an easy decision to make because I didn't have a long pipeline of work or anything like that. But I felt enough confidence in what I was doing that it, it felt like the right time. And I was also because I was so into the photography and and a little bit of video at that point, so into the business, my own business, that I was just thinking about that the whole time. So when I was at work. You know, doing the engineering job, and, and sorry, Safran, to have to say this, but I probably wasn't as focused as I I might have been. Uh, my mind was elsewhere, and that just grew and grew through those twelve months, to the point that my mind was so much on my own business that I just couldn't focus on the work, at, at the engineering work, and and I hated going in. Like I I absolutely hated it. There were mornings when I just didn't want to get in the car, and I you know I'd almost drive a long way around to try and not get there and stuff. Um, my mind was just so elsewhere that it just got to the point where I had to do something about it. And that was the time when I, I made the decision to go full time. Um, so we, that was August, August 2018. So I said, right, in a month's time, that's it. I'm, I'm leaving the engineering and going to do this. Um, and that's what happened. It was the 5th of September. 2018 um uh, kind of quite proud that the the first day of my self-employment i took the day off because <laughs> it was it was my daughter's birthday 
and I never work on my kids' birthdays or or my wife's or mine. That's one of my uh, little things. <laughs> so took the day off and then got to work. Uh, I think we had a video shoot the day after that. And that was something that gave me some confidence, actually. I remember on the, literally the day that I'd said, right, I'm going full time and, and kind of handed in my notice, if you like. Uh, I got a call from one of our clients saying, right, let's go ahead with this video. And we booked it for, yeah, two days after I went, I, I went full time. So that kind of seemed like a bit of a sign from above that uh, I was making the right decision. But again, it was, you know, it was, it was scary times. Um, you have these moments of feeling great and everything and then you have a lot more moments of, of feeling scared and worried, you know, what am I going to do? Are we actually going to have enough money? Because I didn't really have any savings particularly at that time. It was just kind of, uh, you know, hand to mouth if you like and, and a little bit of a pipeline of work. So, yeah, got to it really and... Um, I remember that that was that September. I remember at the end of October, I was shooting a wedding, and someone said to me, "Oh, asking about what I was doing," and I said that I'd just gone full time and everything. And they were like, "Oh, so cool! So you got lots of work lined up." And I realised on that day, I think it was thirty first of October, I realised I had absolutely nothing, <laughs> nothing booked in, and I was looking at my calendar going forward, thinking, "Oh shit." There's nothing, and that first winter was uh, w- was really hard. Um, luckily, I had a bit of uh, money saved up to pay my corporation tax bill, and that kind of saw me through the winter. But it was it was scary times, you know. Thinking, am I going to be able to do it? And I've l- I've learned since that the winter is a generally quieter time for our industry, uh, and I can sort of brace for it a bit now. But I, I didn't know that that's that stage and uh, just had to kind of get through it. Um, but we did somehow. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, I picked up a little bit of other work for, for somebody. I was I did a little bit of technical report writing for an R&D tax relief um, company. You know, these companies that that put that sort out your R&D tax relief for you. I did some technical writing for them. Um technical report writing which earned a few hundred quid here and there and, and was a massive help and we we kind of got got through that winter and I remember I think it was the February of 2019 um, I had a call from someone to come in and talk to them and they ended up actually wanting me to come in once a week <laughs> to do some photography and I was like wow that, that's amazing because that took took so much pressure off you know the the baseline of it provided a baseline of what I needed to uh, money wise each month um, to go forward and it was just like a lifeline really being thrown it felt and then things picked up and um, had a pretty decent 2019 I think um, but at the same time as soon as I went full-time I was needing to start work on the house as well so I was taking a day a week off to go and um, do clearing at the site, clear trees and, and prep the site and everything. And, you know, that's kind of stressful because although it's an you know, amazing thing, incredible opportunity and everything, I'm taking a day off work when I'm, you know, just started, <laughs> just started a business, trying to get that going, and I'm working towards something that's going to, you know, require me to make mortgage payments and uh, 
and, and a big expense and so it's you know while, while you're super excited about the prospect there's massive stress and worry going through my head as well so it was a yeah slightly bizarre time I suppose but um yeah all the all the while with the photography then we I sort of had brought in some video around 2017 um working with a freelancer to to work together on that and and provide the odd bit of video for people and that kind of grew organically on the side um through through 2018 2019 and Getting towards the end of 2019, I started realizing that I actually had enough work there to think about maybe taking someone on. And that was, uh, sorry, no, I've gone a year ahead of myself. That was the end of 2020. Yeah, that was the end of 2020, sorry. Um, 2019, well, we all know what happened at the beginning of 2020. <laughs> Uh, came out of that winter and I think it had been better we'd just about made it through financially um, but we all know what happened and it's like another okay wow what's going to happen here then um, but my approach at that stage because I've been doing a lot of work on LinkedIn and building a network and everything um, when that lockdown came and no one knew what the hell was going on uh, and I, I was working from home for a few weeks and and all the work had dropped off and we're thinking wow how are we going to make it through this apart from you know various other personal things that were going on at the time um uh, i've lost my train of thought now um yeah oh uh, uh, yeah so 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 my approach to that at that lockdown was to make connection with people really um i think i reached out to all my past clients uh, with a personal email and just said look hope you hope you're doing right how are things going uh just just to make connection really and then I started offering to do little bits and pieces because I wasn't feeling like anyone was going to pay for anything at that stage so I, I think I made like some zoom backgrounds and I cut out some photos for someone you know free of charge just to be doing something really and be connecting with people and that was kind of my approach really but Thankfully, things started picking up a bit. I think it was May 2020 when um, some work started coming through again, and uh, which I was massively grateful for, and I, I knew which client it was. And I sort of have a little special place in my heart for giving me the first first nugget of work uh, after that lockdown. And um, yeah, things started to build again, and, and, we, uh, and actually had a, a, a pretty decent year in 2020 to be honest and towards the end of that year that's when I started realizing that there was quite a bit of video work there and maybe I should think about taking someone on um, uh, employing someone and I think this has always been my sort of dream really to build a business rather than you know just doing being a freelance photographer not there's anything wrong with that but for me personally I wanted to build something that was a bit bigger than just me and that didn't necessarily rely on me being there 100% of the time so that thought started coming into my mind and I stalled on it for a while because it was the winter I didn't want to have that outgoing over the the winter of 2020 leading into 21 and eventually decided to to take the plunge and, and offered someone a job and, and and that was Tom and he started um 
beginning of March 21. So, um, again, those decisions, like I, I probably glossed over that just then a bit really, but, you know, that decision was, was tough because you're committing to a cost and, um, yeah, I just found it really difficult to actually to, to make that commitment and, and take that decision, but did it in the end and, and haven't looked back since, really. He started three days a week in March with a view to one day going full-time and by the end of March I said right we've got to go full-time if you're up for it beginning of April and so we did and I mean last year we had, we had a phenomenal year really um, we, we delivered something like 55 videos and a ton of photography and now we're, we're, we're looking to grow even more we've just taken on a, a second uh, employee who's doing three days a week and we've got a freelancer who's, as I speak, um, pretty much in here full time at the moment for for the next month or so at least. Uh, and and things are moving, so now it's it's on to the next growing pains and you know trying to work out the the sort of more grown up stuff I suppose like you know working out doing cash flow properly and things like that and forecasting and trying to take the difficulties out of making some of those decisions. And, and trying to learn how to to run a business, really, I suppose. And again, I've probably glossed over the last couple of years, but there's been so many moments of doubt in my mind, it's unbelievable. Like, I feel like I'm just doubting things all the whole time sometimes, <laughs> if I'm honest, even though it doesn't come across like that, because when you have the moments of, of positivity and not doubting it, you know, those are the moments that you, I suppose you tend to share and, you know, you want everyone to... To, to be alongside you and supporting you um, but yeah it's uh, there, there are tough moments like there are for, for anyone I've, I've found um, who's running a business they, everyone seems to struggle with the same things and I think that's why I felt it was important to share some of this stuff today so that people who are out there feeling it don't feel alone and know that you know everyone goes through it and uh, but but you can do it as well if you if you want to. Um, you can make it work. I mean, we we did get that house built and we did move in somehow, and uh, I am managing to afford the the mortgage payments and everything. So it, it it's working out and moving in the right direction. And as I said at the beginning, I still feel like I'm right at the beginning because you know as I said, we're moving into this next phase of growth and the pain points that come along with that and the difficult decisions but these are much better problems than I had um, when we were paying off that debt for example you know those were not nice problems but we had problems now we have problems and I think they're much better problems to have and, and I think that we always have problems everyone always has problems but it's whether you've got good problems or bad problems, I suppose, isn't it? And I know it sounds like a weird thing to say, but probably if you look back on your life, you probably find that the things that you're struggling with now were things that you were dreaming of doing five years ago. And as such, you, you've got better problems now. So I do think that we shouldn't avoid problems. As as I said, it's the, the doing the hard things which which make us grow and get us somewhere 
Um, so I, I don't think we're ever going to be without problems and I don't think we should want to be without problems because they are what make us grow. Um, but just maybe take a minute to recognise that we have better problems now than we used to have and uh, and that's a good thing and looking forwards we're going to have some problems but they're going to be better problems again. Um, I know that, that can maybe sound like a slightly negative way to look at it, but I don't mean it in a negative way, I mean it in a positive way. Um, and, you know, the the positives that have come out of all of this are just, you know, un uncountable, really, if that's a word. <laughs> um, uh, you know, they're, they're just numerous. There's so many good things that have come out of this. Like, you know, when I look back on myself, when I was doing the engineering job that I, I hated, come home lethargic, knackered, just not the best version of myself. Um, when I started doing more photography, I'd come home from a full day's photo shoot. It was a lot more physical and could be a lot more tiring and everything, but I'd be buzzing from it, you know. And that's pretty much how it is now, really. Like, I generally feel, feel you know, like I want to get up and go to work. I love it. I love running this business and I love all of our clients um you know i love talking to people and learning new things and being in control of what i'm learning um you know seeking out the people that that can teach what 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 i want to learn and learning from others and doing this sort of thing you know taking an hour on a friday morning to to record this because i want to rather than you know doing something that uh that I, I don't enjoy feeling like I, I have to do it um, it's uh, it's a completely different thing and we're living in a, a dream house with an amazing family and you know th things are good really despite those good problems <laughs> that we have so uh, yeah I hope this sort of resonates with at least one person and something in there gives you a little bit of uh, inspiration but yeah, do do ping me an email, dan at danbarkstudios.com. Always happy to have a chat and if I can, you know, just share one little nugget or, or anything, uh, I'll always be happy to because I do believe life is too short to be doing a job that you hate and, and be stuck, stuck doing things that you don't enjoy. Um, I don't think that's the point of this thing, why we're here and, and everything, so you know, make make changes and, and you'll get there and, and go out and see what you can do. But uh, cool. Well, thanks for uh, getting this far. I hope I, my monotone voice hasn't bored you to death too much and uh, I will see you next time. You've been listening to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. You can find links to all the episodes and show notes over at danbarkerstudios.com forward slash podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps other people find the show and connect more people in the region. Thank you very much for your time listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.